The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. Back in June, protesters toppled the statue of Confederate President Jefferson Davis on Richmond's Monument Avenue. As Roberta Roldan reports, the statue could find a new home at the Valentine Museum. The Valentine has been in talks with Richmond officials to acquire the Davis statue since the Monument Avenue Commission recommended it be removed two years ago. Museum director Bill Martin says now that that's happened, the Valentine plans to make a formal bid for the statue. This work, as part of the many monuments on Monument Avenue, give us an opportunity to explore not only the history of that monument, but to also explore the history of this moment. Martin says a local history museum would like to display the statue as part of a larger exhibition on Richmond's Confederate past and the ongoing protest movement. The Valentine is one of more than a dozen individuals and organizations who have requested the recently removed Confederate statues. Richmond City Council is expected to vet the offers and will make the final decision. Roberta Roldan, VPM News. A federal appeals court in Richmond sided with Gavin Grimm, the transgender man who challenged his former high school's bathroom policy as discriminatory. Yesterday, a three-judge panel of the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled the Gloucester County School Board violated Grimm's rights under the Constitution's Equal Protection Clause and Title IX. The American Civil Liberties Union and ACLU of Virginia sued the school board on behalf of Grimm for adopting a policy requiring Grimm and other transgender students to use alternative private restrooms. Grimm is now a college student. He began the legal fight five years ago as a high school sophomore when he sought to use the boys' restroom. To help with the foreseen influx of absentee ballots, the Chesterfield County Board of Supervisors is proposing to establish two satellite voting locations. The two locations, La Prade and Meadowdale Libraries, would also allow voters to cast ballots in person. According to county officials, state law requires the creation of satellite offices to be enacted at least 60 days before the November election. Data recently released from the Virginia Department of Elections shows more than 400,000 Virginians have already requested applications to vote by mail. The board is expected to hold a public hearing on the satellite voting locations at a special meeting on September 2nd. Opponents of a constitutional amendment on redistricting have formed a new group to fight it. As Ben Pavier reports, they argue the amendment doesn't do enough to fix partisan gerrymandering. The amendment would hand the power to draw new districts to a 16-person committee, including eight lawmakers. Democratic Delegate LaCherise Aird says most voters don't know that politicians are still at the table. The more they learn about this constitutional amendment, the more questions that they have and the more opposed they become. Aird is helping a Democratic strategist and a fundraiser set up a new political action committee. They'll launch digital ads urging Virginians to vote down the amendment in November. A group backing the amendment, started by the advocacy group One Virginia 2021, is planning its own $2 million campaign. They say the amendment is the surest way to prevent the legislature from carving up their own districts. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The Virginia Senate has rejected a bill that would have allowed law enforcement officers to be sued for misconduct. The Judiciary Committee unanimously killed the proposal Wednesday. Whitney Evans reports. Qualified immunity shields Virginia police officers from civil lawsuits. Senator Joe Morrissey's bill would have done away with that protection, letting people sue police officers for excessive force or other constitutional violations. Morrissey noted that it would increase the state's insurance premiums. 
Democratic Senator Craig Deeds says the issue is too complicated to deal with during a special session. And I'm not sure we can add, we can responsibly add something to the budget that takes $2.6 million or more a year out of the general fund. The issue of qualified immunity is a priority for Democrats in the House. Whitney Evans, VPM News. The House version of the bill, sponsored by Richmond Delegate Jeff Bourne, passed a committee Wednesday along party lines. Mountain Valley Pipeline contractors have asked federal regulators for a two-year extension to complete the project, which was originally set to be done this year. The pipeline, which traverses parts of southwestern Virginia, could be extended until 2022. Legal challenges on the project's environmental protections during construction prompted an ongoing delay, one that contractors say will end soon. In a statement, an MVP representative maintained that an early 2021 completion is expected, but say they're playing it safe with the potential for more delays. A Senate committee approved a bill unanimously that would put nursing homes at the top of the list when testing for COVID-19. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa reports. At the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, a majority of outbreaks in Virginia took place in nursing homes. Now, a bill proposed by Republican Senator Ben Chafin calls on the Commissioner of Health to prioritize nursing home residents and staff when testing for COVID-19. And I hope everyone in this committee will make this vote a positive vote because it's the right thing to do for our senior citizens. The Bipartisan Senate Committee on Education and Health approved the bill unanimously. It now moves to the full Senate for a vote. Governor Ralph Northam's administration opposed this bill. A spokesperson for the governor said while the state has placed special attention on senior citizens, the governor believes the bill could limit the state's ability to tackle the pandemic as it evolves. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. According to the Virginia Department of Health, Virginia nursing homes have seen over 9,000 cases of COVID-19 and more than 1,300 coronavirus-related deaths. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.